Okay. okay. Yeah, okay, we good now. All righty. Let me check off that one. Right back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, snap. Sorry, my phone brightness is super low. I got my notes all up on there. Doggone. Crazy. All right. <laughs> we living up to that unrehearsed name. For real. This is so unrehearsed. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Hey. I'm Deshaun Forrest. I'm Mo. <laughs> and we're back with another episode of Unrehearsed. unrehearsed. <laughs> Keeping it going. I noticed you said it at the same time. As yeah, me. I was trying to on purpose. I was like, unrehearsed. Like, <laughs> let's do this. We got to. I we guess have we, to figure that out. That might be the one thing we have to rehearse. Right. <laughs> Actually, will be. Yeah. And so, today, our episode is young adults and relationships. Yeah, we had to get in on this relationship talk. Okay. We already did our intro. Yes. But, yeah, we talking, <laughs> we talking about relationships through the mind of us young adults. Yes. To put it in perspective, I am 23. I don't know if Mo wants to yeah, say. Yeah, I don't mind. I'm 26. Okay. <laughs> I don't feel old. Just putting okay. that out there. Yeah, it's just it's just like walking on on ice or gasoline when it comes to you know women and ages and stuff. Yeah, it's a very yeah, sensitive. It's always time. like, oh my god, I'm unashamed. I never really understood it because everyone can somewhat make an educated guess. <laughs> at least yeah! get, at least get the ballpark or something That's like that. True. Yeah. But yeah, so we talking about young adults and relationships, in particular how how the perception of things has changed. Yes. Like. Yes. Like divorce rates in this country in America alone are like, I think it's at the point where most rates, most of uh, marriages kind of fail now. Yeah. I know. Most of them. Yeah. I know uh, for surely it's been half for the longest but we might have gotten to the point where we've crossed that line where it's like oh it's technically the majority now yeah probably should have researched that before i said it (laughs) and so one of the reasons why i wanted to do this one is like why has the perception changed right what is it why is it that we're getting screwed over because some of us out here i'll put my hand up (laughs) When it comes to this relationship life, mm-hmm. actually want the long-term marriage. We want the children, you know, the the household, the family household that does not end in divorce mm-hmm. for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what the heck happened? I don't know. Where did we go wrong? <laughs> Where did Just we kidding. go wrong? Um, uh, I feel like there's so many different factors to this conversation. Well, one, I do feel that we have had such a traditional and I would consider marriage to be a very traditional thing and I just feel that as time has gone by because divorce rates rates are so high and because you know myself like I have um, siblings and I know people who have gotten divorces it just it would make marriage look so much more unappealing because there's more failures than successes. Yeah, the outside look, looking in. Yeah, so it just outweighs it. And also, I just feel that we just live in a different society. You know, before it was very much uh, promoted, oh, the nuclear family, you know, like a man and woman. And so, and then we just have, you know, men and men and women and women. And so even that, like, changes the whole marriage da- dynamic and conversation and if people want it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, the whole... Div- 
the divorce rate doesn't help. Because, it doesn't. Especially if you're like an outsider looking in. Yeah. Because it's like, well, if most people are getting, most marriages end in divorce, mm-hmm. it's like, well, you know, forget the f- in sickness and in health, you know, till death do us part. Yeah. What's the purpose of the vows if we just going to quit midway? I get that part. That mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense because it's like, well, if you're not going to, because it's a commitment. Yeah. And it's like, if you're not going to keep up with it in the bad times and the good and the bad times, mm-hmm. it's like, well, why even go through why bother right and so which sucks because it's like dog then there's people like me <laughs> who actually you know if it happens praise god if it don't praise god anyway but you know if i had it my way then i would have someone i was settled down with yeah. but i feel like for me i feel like i feel like it's social media mm-hmm. these days talk about it <laughs> <laughs> I'm only on social media because of transparency, yeah. I promise you. If it wasn't for that, I'd be, like, off the grid. But I feel like it's social media. I feel like that, because of social media and other factors, mm-hmm. it produces, like, unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of us young people, people in general, but especially as young people, because we're newer to the concept of love and what it really takes to make it happen it's like we want the highlights of it the romance and the the getaway trips or whatever the date nights and all that other stuff that comes with it but i think because social media highlights so much of the highlights Mm -hmm. that no one actually talks about the amount of work that gets put in but i wouldn't even put all that on social media by itself because i just think about growing up in all the movies that we will watch about romance you know and it's just like oh like everything's all lovey-dovey and then you have that one dramatic part where you're like come on sis get it together you know and you're just (laughs) like it's really not that deep like yeah and then afterwards they're perfectly fine and so even with movies it just gives such an unrealistic expectation of like oh you'll probably argue like once but then i think that's the other thing there's so much just opposition on both sides when it comes to oh you know like you're supposed to argue like it's normal but then there's other couples where they're like we don't argue at all and our marriage is great so then i just think that's the other thing it's just a lot of confusion as well yeah it's like i think it's i guess it's like you know every marriage is different Mm because people are different right and so i know (laughs) i know people that constantly argue but have been married for like over 50 years right yeah <laughs> and i know people who hardly argue at all have been married over 30 years yeah and then there's and i know people who got divorced after like six months of that if that mm-hmm. and so i think i forgot about the movies the movies definitely play a part in it as well because yeah. it's like for the sake of telling a compelling story they'll have like one little arc of like conflict and then you know the tears cry that a sad song plays but then they kind of work it out and it's just the way it ends like happily ever after type of thing yeah and not to say you ain't gonna get no happy moments <laughs> it's marriage. horrible just kidding <laughs> not to say you're not gonna get that but i just feel like because of the movies the social media and because we gravitate so much to that mm-hmm. we let that shape our perception yes you know we don't mm-hmm. you know we don't often go to our parents if they're still together or our grandparents if they're still together or any couple who's been together for a while married for a while and actually be like okay how did you actually make this work yeah we know the romance is the romance and the 
the date nights or whatever y'all do to just keep things, you know, energetic and stuff like that. But when things get tough, how does that work? What is compromising actually? What's the form of compromise? How does that look like? Yeah. And stuff. What are moments where you actually you know, was like fed up. It's like, man, bro, (laughs) but y'all decided to stick through it. Like, what are the phases of y'all relationship that weren't all that good, Mm. but y'all got through it? You know, like movies and stuff. It's not necessarily going to show all of that because it's it's trying to make a dollar. It's trying to sell tickets and stuff like that. But I think it's, I think it's that. And then it just kind of gets, keeps getting passed down. And then I also think it's like, I ain't trying to get in nobody's business. Mm. <laughs> but I also think it's like, it really, like, whatever the culture of the household is, mm, is yes. important. Yes, I agree. Like, you typically replicate what you grow up seeing. Yes, I agree. And I can speak yeah, on that as, like, yeah. a person who grew up in a household where it was a single mom and <laughs> where it was a single mom, um, and it was just five kids like I can completely relate to that and I just feel that because I've never had that example of you know a healthy marriage in general because yeah. most of my like I have 10 siblings and we're all half Sheesh. siblings but you know like we black so like we don't do that half sibling nonsense it's like this yeah. sister and your brother sister, but brother, you know sure. to grow up and just to like have this example not only my mom but really just like all of my aunts and uncles like I probably have two family members who are still married right now and have like healthy whole re- like marriages but everyone else it was just always like you know have sex out of marriage like and you know what's the point of like getting with this person like or they could be together for years and it's like oh like we're what's the point of getting married like we have kids we have the house like you know we have all the things so then it's all of the 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 components of it yeah just without the actual like commitment part which right for me i mean to each their own but you know i came up in a uh in a in a christian household Mm -hmm. and so you know, my parents are still together, been together for over 30 years. You know, they definitely have, obviously have had their uh, highlights and stuff, and they keep having their highlights. But then there was moments where it's like, okay, the household's kind of struggling yeah, and stuff like that. And so I've been blessed and able to see just from an outsider, you know, kid growing up perspective. It's like, okay, there's actually work that goes into this. Yeah, Like the love is for surely there, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of work and effort that goes into this. Yeah. And then going and up growing going to school and meeting other people not everyone necessarily comes up the same way as you and it's mm-hmm. like you know get into certain relationships with, with you know uh girls who and came up in a similar type of household yeah. as me and it's like it next you know we're conflicting you know we're having problems because i came up in a safe household where you know pops is there i don't have no deadbeat dad no deadbeat moms Period. you know been together over 30 years yeah but then maybe who i'm dating pops ain't in the home yeah stuff like that or yeah. maybe mom ain't made the best decisions mm-hmm. maybe pops ain't made the best decisions yeah. it's, it's just a broken family dynamic and it's like for me it's i feel <laughs> like uh, <laughs> now you lean it back like, <laughs> i lean back on this because it's like it gets portrayed into the culture into the music and stuff like that and it's like it's like I said, you know, you often replicate what you see. Yeah. And so if it's constantly in the music and it's constantly in the, either in the movies or the music or on social media, it's like, it loses its value amongst the upcoming generation. Yeah. And so it's like, now 
people our age, it's like, what's the point of marriage? Right. But the first thing my dad always says, like, you know, the first thing God, you know, instituted was marriage, was the family dynamic. Yeah. And so it's very important. But these days it's like, like, eh. Yeah, I actually have um, conversations with my younger sister. How old is she? She's like 22. So like not uh-huh. younger than you. But we have a lot of conversations. Um, and just recently, a lot of our conversation when it comes to marriage and things like that is just, well, one thing for her is she talks about how it's such a social construct because I feel like part of it, unless we, we have to be honest, part of it is like living in the West, like marriage is so devalued. But like if you go to other parts of the country, like the way that they value marriage and I just feel like here we could be so based on emotions and feelings and it's like, oh, I feel like I love you and things like that. And I feel that when we step in like when people step into marriage it's almost like oh this is the person that i married and there's not that room or that realistic like understanding that this person is going to change like this person is going to evolve like they aren't the person that you're marrying they're not gonna stay that person and if they do i would be worried like yeah there's no change <laughs> happening like what is this you know and so yeah yeah so i feel like that could be another thing that really plays into that especially with the newer generation like just seeing the way that marriage has been and also like I can only speak from a woman's standpoint but like I just have to talk about it so because grow so when I came to the Lord and I started (laughs) going to church um when was this for the people this was when I was 15 so I was like 11 almost 12 years ago and so when I first started going to church that was the, the first place that I actually saw healthy marriages um and so for me like it gave me hope because I was like oh wow like people can actually love each other and stay together and work through the hard things um and that's not to say that all the people that I saw like married are still married but a good amount of them are still married praise the lord and so um as a woman and this just also goes back to culture right because in the hispanic culture like i know a lot of women who are wives and one of the things that they do is like you know they are stay-at-home parent mm-hmm. and so when i think of that and i think of that culture specifically a lot of the younger generation are, are like i'm sorry i'm like freezing butt cheeks no. i'm like shiver <laughs> i'm like stop shaking like uh. so like um but when i think about that and just the hispanic culture specifically um i know that a lot of the younger generation are just like it's unacceptable like we do not want to be stay at home moms you know we don't want to be stay at home wives like i want to work i want to grind i want to be independent like i don't want to be so dependent on my husband to where i feel that i like i can't do things for myself like almost like stripping them of their power or like i don't know exactly what to call it you know yeah and so so what are your thoughts on that i was like well you know do you understand though? this is an interesting topic to have considering the fact you're a girl and i'm a guy yeah this is actually really great but that's tough it's like you really got to do it on a case-by-case basis i think this is just an outsider looking in okay never been married got close to it watch a moment's time if you haven't right (laughs) but I think that's really like a case by case basis okay. because like from what I've seen, I've seen like, for example, you take my mom, mm-hmm. there's moments where she was a stay at home mom mm-hmm. raising me and my two brothers mm-hmm. while my dad was working at some point, my dad was working like two jobs. But then there was a moment where me and my brothers, we got old enough. We was cool. We was straight. Mom was like, okay, y'all cool, y'all straight? Okay, cool, I'm finna go back to work. Okay. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think that one is like, you. it's probably just for me, I think it's probably just a case by case basis. I okay. understand, I understand the traditional side of things yeah. in a sense that typically has always been the man goes out to work, the wife stays at home, raises the kids, right. cooks and cleans, all of that kind of stuff. So that I understand. And I also understand the modern side of things is, well, the economy is a lot different. Yeah. It's a lot different. You kind of are forced in a way to have both heads of the household have to go out and work. Yeah. You know, because the economy is just isn't as favorable. So it's probably really just a case-by-case basis, mm-hmm. I think, because I understand, like, you don't want to feel like you can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. No one wants to feel like they can't do anything. Right. But it's like, you know, it all depends on your situation, I think, at the same time. Okay. But it's like, you know, there's, there's, but then there's, there's sacrifices, too, mm-hmm. you know. Like, yeah, my mom was a stay-at-home mom for a little bit, but my dad was working two jobs. Dang. Like, getting up at, like, 3 in the morning, not coming back till probably, like, 6 or 7 oh, wow. in the evening. So I'm pretty sure he ain't want to have to do that, too. Right. And so I think that's another thing. It's like my dad always said, because... I was once engaged. My dad, we then we really started having conversations on this. My dad would be like, marriage is like, it's like, it's give and take. You know what I mean? It's, it's sacrificial. It's got to do a lot of compromising. It's give and take. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're going to get a lot of what you want, but it's times you're not necessarily going to get what you want individually. You got to yeah. just kind of do what's best for the both of you. Mm-hmm. And and the, this modern age when everyone is like, you know, grind, which is cool, but grind and building up yourself is very individualistic. Mm-hmm. It's hard for people our age to go from being like, okay, we have this mindset where we have to get our stuff together mm-hmm. to now it's like, we got to think about the other person. Yeah. No, talk about it. We're selfish. It's just facts. We are all selfish. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, it, yeah. what? Like, it's, I can't do what I want to do because I have to consider you. I like, it just doesn't sound like, I love this. It's like, mm. Like, I don't know how I feel about that, to like, be honest. Right. Like, I just spent all this time thinking of this, trying to grind on this. Right. And then it's like, now I got to kind of reconsider because you? Like, who right. you? <laughs> but you have to consider that, too, because, like, most yeah. of us have been, like, are, have been single for, like, such a long time. Yeah. And so it's like we get used to being by ourselves. So, so then when right. it's like you get into a relationship, you're like, this is different. Yeah. Like, you know, this is very different. And yeah. just learning to be considerate like learning to have compassion like learning to be a great communicator because yeah. there's like we have to talk about that a lot of people don't know how to communicate well like by themselves as a single human being Facts. a lot of people don't know that communication is a two-way dog on street yeah as okay. i strangle my microphone right. i'm like who are you talking about <laughs> no, it's like <laughs> it's just like you know i mean the, the funny thing i've learned about relationships is that it's, there are just certain things in life, and relationships is one of them, mm. that are like steroids. Mm. Whatever is in you, and possibly even lying dormant, mm-hmm. is going to surface. Ooh. And so it's like... So you're saying relationships are a good thing? Relationships <laughs> are a good thing if done right, of course. Yeah. But it has a way of... Like, you're going to learn about yourself in a relationship. Facts. Whatever's lying dormant, yeah. whether it's like a past trauma that hasn't been worked out, or just a certain characteristic that you didn't really know was there or something, it's going to show. Mm-hmm. And so it's like with communication, it's like a lot of people want communication in the sense that they want the other person to communicate. Right. But they got to be able to reciprocate that communication as well. Yeah. And stuff like that. And that's something I've learned. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not high and mighty. I've been 
guilty of that before you learn as you go but it's like communication is very important also understanding that yeah you're gonna want the other person to communicate because nobody's a mind reader but you gotta you gotta make sure you communicating as well to the fullest extent and matching that communication that they're bringing forth and just creating a healthy environment to communicate because it's a two-way street yeah so it's a two-way street some notes I had on my phone but yeah like (laughs) I just I kind of feel bad in a little bit for our generation Mm -hmm. because they I feel like we're kind of missing it dang I'm getting sad I feel like not trying to get sad or anything but I feel like we're kind of missing the value It's, it's a reason why marriage has stuck around this long Aside from the fact that God made it, and therefore it's gonna stick, right? But it's a reason why it's it has stuck around this long. Mm-hmm. Like these days, it's downplayed and it's devalued, and people get divorced left and right. But it's a lot of great things that come out of marriage that you won't get if you just are single. Yeah. Well, I completely agree with that, and. I am like I am one of those people that I want to get married like and obviously I want to stay married like till yeah. till the wheels fall off. Ain't no like divorce my around day. here. Yeah, I was like, what's that word? <laughs> what that mean? But yeah, <laughs> and real. so that's like that's something that I would love if I'm being honest and real. I feel that it's so rare to find like a, another man who would want that same thing, another godly man who would want yeah. that same thing. Like I just feel that it's it's just hard. Like I think that's the biggest thing it can like marriage almost seems so hopeless nowadays and it's not i'm not saying that it is but i do feel that a lot of women feel that way because it's just like well it's hard to find dudes you know it's hard to find a guy that's emotionally intelligent (laughs) that's like so hard it's hard to find some like a guy who's like great at communicating their feelings and you know and able to you know i guess not be like aggressive and yell but like you know it's so like calm and just I don't know, at peace with themselves that they're like, I can articulate how I'm feeling. Non-confrontation. Yeah, and things like that. And so I feel that that could be another big reason why a lot of women nowadays and even just the younger generations are just not as, like, for it. And also... We have to just talk. We have to, let's talk about sex, baby. We got to talk about it. Because that's the other thing, too. Like, let's yeah, be real. Yeah. A lot of times, like, people, they're like, oh, like, I'm getting it all. You know, I have I have everything. Like, you know, we have the relationship. We have the sex. We have the place together. So then, again, it's like, why do we need to get married? You know, I feel, I've heard so many people say that. It's just a piece of paper and things like that. So I'm just like, okay. So it's just hard yeah. to find somebody who, who values marriage the same way that you do. And who are like, yeah, like, I'm actually for this. Like, I see the beauty in it. I see the, not just the legal aspect of it, you know, but the commitment. And I want that. Yeah. And keeping God first. Yeah. In the middle of it all is important as well. That's another difficult thing. Like, I found, I've came across some who want it. But it's just, you know, it's like, you learn more about it as you actually dip into it. Mm. And try to go for it. it's like oh it's really like this it's like the misconceptions things that we talked about on the last episode it's like you have an idea and your ideas are okay but then a lot of those things kind of get debunked <laughs> yeah. once you actually put the work in and make an effort and like yeah like about sex too <laughs> it's like like it's just facts it's like it's, I, I find that a lot of a lot of people around our age like we want all of like the aspects of it 
the you know the sex and the emotions and the whatever benefits come along with it but once the commitment has to you know what I mean once things get to the test and you actually got to like prove your commitment then mm-hmm. it's like you know knees start to shake. <laughs> knees start to shake a little bit but I find that like you know what I've always been taught is that like if you do it God's way mm-hmm. and you actually understand that it is working like you said earlier it's like people are going to change yeah like me at 53 shouldn't be the same the me that I am now at 23 Right. Like that's a whole 30 year gap yeah. Like there should be a lot of growth A lot of like change A lot of character development and whatever yeah. I shouldn't still be the same at 53 That I am at 23 right. And so when you're married Knowing that for yourself You gotta consider that for the other person I believe Yeah. And so you're kind of probably gonna have to spend time Getting knowing the person Getting to know the person all over again yeah. Because they got older Things changed Maybe yeah. health issues came Maybe y'all are parents now Or just all of these kind of things I feel like our people our age, we're not always considering that. It's just like we want the high life. Yeah. All those kind of things. It's just facts. I have a note on my phone. And we'll talk about this, I guess, briefly. And this is one of my pet peeves. Well, one of the things that really like gets like on my nerves and grabs my gears. It's the uh I have a note that says, Why is cheating in side pieces? normalized like that is the worst thing you can do in a relationship married or not boyfriend girlfriend you know married wherever status of your relationship is cheating is like the number one deal breaker typically it's like the number one trust breaker like it breaks the trust it breaks all the confidence it breaks the faith all of those things but yet it's like normalized and we've become desensitized to it yeah and i'm like why (laughs) like how when did we get to a point where this is like it has gotten almost comical yeah and it's like a bunch of memes are made on it and it's like you know well like why is that so i was like i know that hat that we could i guess like why Why? um (laughs) why well i'm not somebody who's ever cheated so Same. I'm just like, uh, Praise God. Yeah. Dang, I don't know. I have a lot of family members who have been cheated on. Aww. And I know, aw, like, like use the voices. <laughs> um, and I actually know a lot of uncles and cousins who have side pieces. <laughs> like, oh. and we get into conversations about it. And I'm just kind of like, so what's going on? Because I don't understand. Like, you're Why? with this one main person, but yet you keep going over here. Um, there's just so many reasons, honestly. There's so many reasons, but I feel like when people cheat, it reflects on themselves more than it reflects on the mm-hmm. person that they're cheating on. Because um, I feel like a lot of times when somebody does cheat, um, let's say that a man cheats on a woman, like the woman kind of self-reflects and she's like, oh, what could I have done better and all those things. But really, I just feel that it could be a lack of communication on the man's side where it's like, oh, like you're not like voicing out your needs. Um, and yeah so yeah cheating side pieces i'll never understand me personally, i don't either i don't get it like i don't know i'm like i'm one that's like if things are if there's an issue at hand mm. you know i know like the importance of communication i'd rather talk about it yeah you know what i mean like running around and doing whatever makes things a whole lot worse yeah so i never really understood it obviously i knew some partners coming up that was wild <laughs> 
do some females coming up. That was wild. Man, come on. No, yeah, it's both. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know folks that didn't got hurt. I know folks who have done the hurting. Yeah. And I just outside of looking in, like, bro, what are y'all doing? Like, just split. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all could do whatever y'all want if y'all just break up. Y'all ain't got to like do what y'all want to do at the the cost of the other person. Yeah. You know, cause it it hurts. You know, it it hurts the person deep in like if they don't know how to deal with that kind of pain and process things, it'll stick with them for a long time. It'll stick with them for years. And so it's like I just never. That's one of the things I never understood is like why. I know. Like, and it doesn't help that some of the memes on cheating are hilarious, bro. Right. I'm not gonna cap some of the memes be having me rolling. But when you get aside, you know, when you get past from the humor of it, it's like, yo, that is far from okay. Yeah. Like we're doing this and at the expense of another person. Yeah. It's like there are extreme cases where folks cheat and then folks go after people mm-hmm. <laughs> and get violent. And then violent. they end up on snapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and get violent. But, you know, that's not most cases. Those are just, like, the extreme side of things. Mm-hmm. But that's what you're risking when you just, like, that's why I said about relationships. It's like steroids. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a good relationship or a bad relationship. Whatever is in you is going to surface in some sort of way. Yeah. If you crazy as heck mm-hmm. and someone do you dirty, you might be prone to acting out <laughs> and doing some wild stuff. Right. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're, like, if it... <laughs> It just has a funny way of bringing what's underneath over to the surface. And I just think it's wild that knowing how bad it is and knowing how bad it can hurt the other person, how it's almost like a, it's almost like a culture has been made to where, yeah, it's, it ain't cool, but man, it ain't that bad. Kind of yeah. Thing. Like it ain't that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's happening? Joe Papa on the side. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's just, I don't understand it. I think that's probably, shoot, that might be a separate episode. And yeah. Just Honestly, I feel like a, a big, and this is probably like, man, a lot of people probably be like, no, but I feel like a big factor of that could really just be pornography, if I'm being honest. Because I know, I mean, like, men and women, but I do feel like pornography, it kind of sets this, like, you know, image and just this, like, these thought patterns inside of your head and so it's like when you're in a relationship and you're watching porn like you're more likely to cheat on your partner and that's just big facts because you like because then you're just like oh like I'm not getting what I'm seeing on these videos from her so like let me go find it with somebody else you know like whoever her name is and things like that and so yeah and so I feel like we don't acknowledge it and we're just like oh like they've just been out here like cheating but it's like let's like go back to the root of the cheating because they I don't think they just woke up and was like I want to cheat on you today you know right it's like it's slowly like thinking patterns start to change and then thoughts start to dominate and like sometimes those dominating thoughts are just overpowering and it's just like once you like have something set in your mind then it's just like it's gonna happen like it's gonna happen once you're like oh like I'm deciding like in my mind to like cheat on my wife or to cheat on my girlfriend then you're gonna do it you know I don't understand. I don't understand. Could be me, God forbid. 
<laughs> so yeah. But that not I didn't even think about that yet. You were sitting on some with pornography. We might have to do a pornography episode. Yeah, because of that. I know I'm not gonna name out family. Like so, uncle. No, I'm just <laughs> no, but like I know very close family members, and like they've been sex addicts, and so like and they've like cheated. Like every relationship that they got in, they cheated. And I'm like, why you keep doing this? Like why are we playing games? Yeah. You know, and they're just like, I can't stop like watching porn, and I'm like, that's like that's part of your issue, fam. Like that's part of the reason why you like keep cheating because it's like that's all that's on your thoughts that's all that you keep um looking to and looking for but even with that even with like watching porn i'm like there's a whole deeper issue with that like what's really going on with you right because it's like it just goes back to you like what's really going on eternally like you're watching porn and it's probably to like satisfy some kind of void or just like absence that you feel within yourself or to numb some sort of pain or to numb some sort of pain and it's like you have to figure out and i'm not just talking to men i'm talking to women as well like you have to figure out like what is going on with me you know, and, and that's hard because I feel like a lot of times we don't sit with ourselves and we don't allow ourselves to really look at our lives and just be like, what's happening? Like, Mo, what's going on? Because, like, we had a day today, like, sis, get it together. Like, do we need to journal? Like, what do we need to do? But, like, actually trying to figure out, like, how can I help me? Because I'm obviously hurting people in the midst of this and it's just like it's not good like it's not a good it's not a good look like it's not a good feel and it's like that follows you like you know it's like oh yeah they're a cheater it's like you get in the next relationship and their ex-girlfriend's like man he cheated on me like i'm not gonna come and just be like oh you're not gonna cheat on me like that's dumb like what you mean like it is it's just that's crazy to think like oh well he's not gonna do the same to me and i'm like you're wildin or like those women i know i'm like hecka going i'm going off right now but like even those women where they like are talking to a man they know that they're in a relationship but they're still trying to like have them and then they get them and it's like their mindset is like oh they're not gonna cheat on me i'm like that's foolery what make you different (laughs) right it's just nonsense and so i'm just like it makes no it makes no sense i don't understand i don't understand i don't have it it all figured out (laughs) (laughs) no literally like yeah like yeah yeah we won't probably have to do a pornography episode gotta shout out my dog real quick Alan Woods, we just had him on a previous episode. Okay, I was like, that was a weird transition because I'm like, bro. Here's why. Okay. It's not as random as it seems. Okay. But in the last episode, we talked about how, you know, his YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and he does a lot of stuff. Um, him is, his is mainly catered towards the men because he is a man, like he said. Mm-hmm. But he did, he's done, I know at least one video, he may have done more than one video on just the effects of pornography and masturbating and he shares his own personal experiences with it and i encourage everyone to go on his channel find that video and watch it because i've watched it and dog if you've (laughs) dealt with that if Uh you struggled with that before yeah it's it's mind it's mind blowing it's Mm eye-opening yeah Shoot, is that a good note to end it off? <laughs> Man, no, for real. That's a great That's note a good note. On. End it off on a, on a shout out to my dog, Alan. Dog shout out to my dog, Alan, over there. <laughs> yeah, this has been another episode of Unrehearsed. We just might end up having to do that pornography episode yeah. because it's a billion dollar industry right. by far with no commercials on TV. Ah, uh, that hurt my heart. <laughs> Think nice. about it. Yeah. Billion dollar industry with no they got toilet paper commercials. They don't need to have toilet paper commercials. Mm-hmm. We need toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> we we gotta use that. Right. But they got it's a billion dollar industry. 
no commercials on TV, mm. no advertisements on like YouTube or like a Disney Plus kind of thing. Right. But it, it just shows that a lot of people out there, men and women, struggle with it. Yeah. And but it's not talked about often. Right. It's so, a very shameful thing. It's, very it's shameful like shame. Thing. Say nothing. It's like you're really doing that. What's shame done in the dark you. keeps it keep it there. Yeah. Like. But yeah, that's been another episode of Unrehearsed. I'm your boy Deshaun Forrest. And I'm Mo. And we catch y'all on the next episode. Yay. Bye.